Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two, kind of, of the Brain League podcast. Shut it out. I know. People know what it is now. Thank fucking God. <laughs> this is the first episode that we've recorded that the podcast is actually out now. Okay, context. It's the sixth episode we've recorded, but we did, mm-hmm. we, we backed up a bunch of episodes before this because we thought, hey, if it's coming out, we want to get ahead. Everyone's busy in April. So we got a bunch done. So we have five episodes done and none of them were released yet by the time we got to yeah. five. And now one came out and now we're doing episode six as two because we have a lot to talk about. Yes, because Creator Clash just happened. And we were like, well, if the podcast is coming out every Wednesday, we don't want the Creator Clash episode to come out six weeks yeah, after. Yeah, it to come out like suck. end of May, if not June. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think before we get ever into everything, though... Um, I think we should just say like a quick thank you to everybody. The yes. launch of the podcast was so insane and insane. like so much bigger than we thought. We we were Ugh. like we'll push it hard, but we don't know what'll happen. We have no idea. <laughs> and then we topped Joe Rogan. We topped Joe Rogan. We gave him our top. <laughs> we did it, Joe. We did it. <laughs> God, get topped. It's on. so weird. I don't know how long. Um, I don't know how long that'll last Uh, that's up to the people at home i guess but um (laughs) it's so cool though thank you guys for being so excited about it yeah it it really did surprise all of us everybody on the team was like holy shit what's happening (laughs) yeah no because i i thought that it was gonna be like a good a good solid launch Uh but seeing it just like skyrocket in the charge and then see it go above Joe Rogan. It's like specifically Joe Rogan is just like, what the fuck? Yeah, because we got to number two in like some countries and America was one of them, which most of our audiences are from. But then we hit, we were like, everybody beat Joe Rogan because he's always at the top because of course he mm-hmm. is. Everybody watches that. Yeah. But then we were like, just keep keep going, keep watching. And then one morning we woke up and we were number one. <laughs> Yeah. Number one it's in the world. Wild. And what did we talk about? I talked about shitting my pants and scooping it out with my hands. But, you know, that's sometimes that's what it takes that's to become the number takes. one podcast in the world. Brain leak, ass leak. That's why you guys at home don't have a number one podcast. It's because you haven't scooped shit out of your <laughs> pants with your hands. You need to uh, shame yourselves more. That's what your 20s are yeah. for. You got to shit yourself and then your 30s are about profiting off of it exactly it all came around (laughs) but creator clash just happened and our boy won Woo! let's go Aaron. let's go Aaron. no shut up (laughs) fuck Aaron. well Aaron did well too and i'm very happy with him we'll we'll talk a bit more about it but you won and i I did everyone afterwards kept coming up to me and was like oh my god did you see ethan he did so good he's so amazing in the ring and i was like i never fucking doubted him Am I the only one who never doubted him? I knew he was going to kill him. Everyone was like, yeah. <laughs> I felt like your pimp walking around being like, never, everyone I met, I was like, never doubted him for a second. Never doubted him. <laughs> you did it. Uh, it was such a weird weekend. It was so much fun. Talk about it. What are you feeling? It was just such a weird, surreal experience. In good ways and bad ways, it was really odd training for like nine months for like three minutes of yeah actual fighting <laughs> actual fighting i think the highlight of it was like six minutes long for the entire thing yeah so that was kind of weird i feel really good about 
the fight for the most part. Um, my coach, obviously, because he's been boxing for like 35 years, he was extremely correct when he was like, you're going to step into the ring and you're going to forget like 60% of what you learned, which is exactly what happened. Because like during sparring and stuff, I would throw body shots all the time. I didn't throw a single body shot. I don't think anyone the in the entire event threw body shots. It was like all Aaron head did. shots. Aaron threw some bodies. Mm. Because that was like the one thing a bunch of people who were into boxing were talking about that there was no body shots. Yeah, I uh, I forgot everything. I also forgot how to breathe, which was cool. Well, you didn't have to last long in the ring, so luckily for you. This is true. So um, like, let's felt... let's walk it back all the way. Were you? Because at the we did the press conference the day before, and I could tell how nervous you were because you were fidgety. And yeah, you have the same yeah. tics that I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the weigh-ins slash press conference were, were Friday. The fight was on Saturday. Uh, the press conference weigh-in thing, I was really nervous. I also, like, I didn't really know how to act because, one, there were 12 fights, so it's 24 people. Um, and, two, it was on S-Van's stream, and he was hosting it. And so I was like, I don't really know how I should act. <laughs> um, so I was, like, a little nervous with that. I mean, I think everybody was really nervous, but I also like I didn't I didn't know how much to talk because I didn't want to say nothing. But I also didn't. There were so many other people there that I didn't want to like encroach on anybody's time or anything like that. No, you did great. Thank you. It was it was so weird, though. I imagine it's a big weight off your shoulders now. Oh, my God. It's so odd not having to work out uh, multiple times a day and also just like not having this little thing in the back of my mind of like, you have a fight. Yeah, you don't have a deadline anymore. <laughs> yeah, because it, it was a weird thing where like, it was a similar nervousness to like doing shows for tour or something like that. But it was this bonus thing of like, doing a show you get kind of nervous and like maybe a little bit of stage fright or whatever, but there's no physical consequences <laughs> with doing a show. <laughs> but with this, it's just like, Depending on what happens, I could have serious physical repercussions from this. Yeah, I found it funny how some of the fighters came out, like Michelle came back after her fight, and even though she won, she got absolutely beat the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. And then people like you and Alex Wasabi came out and was like, did you guys even fight? Like, what happened? And then Ian was over in the corner looking like a dog who was kicked in the street. <laughs> yeah. It was funny seeing, like, the gala on, on Sunday and having everybody be dressed up and then some of the fighters coming in just like, oh, you look so good, and then they turn around and their face is just <laughs> fucked. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. Were you in a car accident on the way here? No, Michelle looked cool, though. She had, like, a beautiful dress on, and then she had, like, this big black eyes. I was like, ooh, that's yeah. badass. I don't want to fuck She looked you. like a raccoon. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so good, though, and, like, Again, I I said this in the ring and obviously in person to him, but I felt really, uh, I felt very honored to fight Lee. He was a really, really great opponent and he trained really hard. He was someone that Ian and Anissa almost had to like convince me to fight mm. because in the beginning I was very afraid to fight him because he's bigger than me. Um, and he's like very muscly and stuff. And yeah. so I was very afraid to, to fight him in the beginning, <laughs> but it was, it was really, really awesome. And like he and I getting to talk afterwards, uh, and just have this like mutual respect was, was really, really cool. And that was my favorite thing about creator clashes. Like no one had any like dumb 
beef. Like, yeah. everybody had the mutual respect, like, in and out of the ring, which was cool because, like, everyone, I feel like, gave it their all once we stepped in the ring because I would have I would have felt bad if we got in there and, like, someone didn't try hard or anything like that, you know? Because it's like you want a good fight after training for such a long time. Yeah, and everybody was chill afterwards and so many people took pictures with each other and at the gala and everything. Because people online only see the stuff that people are posting about it. But then afterwards, we got to see, like, everyone in and out of the press conference and before and after the fights. And then we got to see each other. Because that's the thing, like, you and Leon, he walked out before you and then you just came out of the other dressing room and walked out right after him so it's not like you're separated like dogs in a cage like barking at each other it was just like hey good luck (laughs) yeah yeah um i don't know how it was last year um but yeah the the dressing rooms in the back or the locker rooms were all in the same place it was just across the hall Mm -hmm. um and so yeah right before the fight it was just like okay (laughs) We're about to punch each other. Can't wait to fight See you. See you in a minute. Yeah. It was cool, though. Cool atmosphere. I'm glad you asked us to do the walk-on as well, because I got to I got to feed a little bit of that, like, whoa, that's cool. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah, you and Sean and Baby No Money walked you, me out. Me and Sean? Oh, you and, you and Mark. It's okay. Jack and uh, Sean both came out. I finally got Jack to meet Jack. Jack and Sean came out. <laughs> the whole crowd was chanting your name. That was weird. That was real weird. It was crazy. It was a weird thing watching the fight back because in the ring I didn't hear anything. Really? Um, and I like didn't see anything except oh. for Lee. Like everything, once we touched gloves, everything like shrunk. Yeah. It was really, really, really odd. And like I could only hear like my coach's voice mm-hmm. and I could see Lee. And yeah. that was like kind of it. And the crippling self doubt in the back of your head. Exactly. I did notice at one point when you knocked him. And that clip of you like, fuck yeah, I did it. And you like turned to go back to the corner. I did notice that you like, during the fight, you like looked down at us to be like, I got it. I did it. I got him. <laughs> and we were all just like, let's go. <laughs> it was so cool. Like having everybody in that corner, like yeah. all of my friends and all of my family just in that one little corner. And so when, when I did win, it was just like, ah. <laughs> Yeah, so there's fun. some really cool shots came out of that of you like in the corner. I mean, one of them is your yeah. Twitter profile picture now where you look jacked as all hell, high on yourself, being like, fuck uh, yeah! It's so fun. I think it's cool though. I think you're like me where you try to like humble everything and you're like, I don't want to brag too much about what I did and I don't want to like get too big for my boots. But I want to say that you did very well and I'm very Thank proud of you. And I literally, I the whole time I was like, you're not going to lose I've seen you train. I know how tough you are. You're like a little dense ball. And you have your background and everything. And I I just knew you would win the whole time. And I was like, now you just need to convince yourself that you're going to win. Yeah. It was like a weird little mind thing where where I was confident in myself that I was going to do really well. Mm -hmm. But I was like, you know, I don't necessarily know what he looks like. So anything could happen. And even like... Even if he was, like, really bad or something like that, you can just be at the wrong place at the wrong time and get hit with something, and then you go down. Yeah, and it's different when there's a crowd there and everyone's, like, chanting different things, and you don't know if people like you or don't, and it's it just gets in your head. 
I mean, it's the same if you play a game normally and then you live stream. It's like, man, I'm so much worse at this when people are watching me. Yeah. So when you actually have to fight somebody and not spare them and they're trying to like, you're not, think, you're not thinking about technique and tactics and like yeah. body shot, headshot. Well, I'm sure big boxers do, but yeah. in that moment, it's like just pure adrenaline and pure instinct. Yeah. Which that was one of the things that I felt really bad about during the fight was... Uh, I hit him in the back of the head a couple of times, and there was, like, one time in particular where I, like, really nailed him in the back of the head. Well, kind of, but you just swung a punch, and then he turned, so... Yeah, it's so... Not, it's it, not even really a 50-50. It's like, you're not supposed to turn your back like that in the middle of a fight. It's one of those things where, like, it's funny because, like, both of us were kind of getting shit on, on Twitter for it. Mm. But it's one of those things where it's like, neither of us have enough experience to prevent that. Like... Yeah. He he shouldn't have turned, and if I was a more experienced boxer, I would have been able to, in the moment, recognize to yeah. not punch and pull, yeah. but I'm not. So it's just like, if I'm swinging, I'm following through. I mean, again, it's pure instinct. You don't really know. It's easy to watch it and be like, I would have stopped my arm. It's like... Well, if yeah. you're trying to hit someone as hard as you can, you can't really stop it halfway. <laughs> yeah. And then people people were like, oh, Ethan, he's he's so nice. That's so cute. Because there's a clip right after that where we start up again. And I, like, go to tap his gloves and you can see me say I'm sorry. And a bunch of people, I think, interpreted that as I was saying that I was sorry for punching him at all. Because they're like, oh, he's in a boxing match and he's apologizing for hitting him in the face. And he's like, no, I was apologizing because I, like, nailed him on the back of the head. Yeah, well, that's why the commentators are so good. Because I watched the fight back and you can yeah. hear... Because when we were in the arena, we can't hear the commentators. So it wasn't until the fighting was done. Could you hear them, like, the commentary at all through the speakers? No. So okay. it, it was only when Mark and I went up to do the post show that for some of it then... Like, everything was already done. So when we had the thing in our ear, then we could hear them. So it was like the final fight, we got to hear the commentary team. But they were saying, like, during your fight, that when you knocked them by hitting them in the back of the head, they were like, oh, the crowd's going to love that, but it's not going to count. So it's yeah. like, I think that's why it's important to have them talk about it and why it's important to have, yeah. like, really experienced people. Because people thought Mark and I were going to be doing that, like, talking about the yeah. fight. Like, me, Mark, and Charlie were going to be on the side of the ring. I'm like, <laughs> Char Charlie's there to, like, fill the comedic gap. But Charlie mm -hmm. also admits that he doesn't know what he's talking about with boxing. Yeah. He's, he's getting better at it. But the other two are there to actually give proper commentary and know what's happening. Yeah. And say the proper terminology and the fighting techniques. <laughs> I think that the, the commentary team was so good because they had Wade Plemons, who was there last year, who... I don't really know his background all that much. I know that I think he used to fight and now he just does boxing content. And then they yeah. had Tony Jeffries, who was an Olympic boxer. An actual legend. <laughs> yeah. And then Charlie, a legend in his own right <laughs> for different reasons. But I think he like really filled it out well where it's like, okay, you get the people who know what they're talking about and then the internet man to appease the internet. Yeah. And not only that, but Charlie's a short king and he embraces yeah. that so much. So when there's like... We got to see a clip of them and it was like all three of them and it's like the two guys and the Charlie's like barely in frame. <laughs> so I, I love that it's he so just kind of like leans into it and has fun with that. Yeah, he does. I I was watching some of the uh, the fights in the locker room um, and when the Chris Raygun fight was happening because Chris is 
I think he's like 5'4 or something like that. Yeah. Charlie was talking about that the whole time where he's like, as a fellow short king, I really <laughs> want to see Chris come out with a W. Oh, poor Chris. Chris didn't get to do his whole fight. It was just called off way too early. There was a lot of fights that I think could have gone on a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, And I don't know. People get upset about it, but I also understand where it's like, from a referee's point of view, other than the repeat fighters, obviously, it's like, this is everyone's first time boxing and so nothing is worth having like a horrible injury so when they see an inkling of like oh this is not looking good it's better for them to step in than not so like it does suck but i i appreciate that they're like okay we're not gonna fuck around yeah safety's really important again it's a charity event and not like a fully like all the fights aren't sanctioned like the the last fight is but the rest of them are like we're kind of here for fun more than anything else we'll take it seriously but you don't want to get, like, fucked up in the head for a charity event that isn't sanctioned. <laughs> it's not worth it. I think I think the fights were really, really good overall, though. Like, everything compared to last year, and I might be a little bit biased, but, like, I feel like Creator Clash 2 compared to Creator Clash 1, one, it was just, like, put together better, but I feel like all of the fights were way more even. Oh, yeah, they were way better this year. That was, like, the first thing I said to Ian the day after he asked, he was like, yeah. how, how was it? Was, was it good? And I was like, it's way better than last year's. It was way more fun to watch. So much fun. And like, you know, it is kind of funny seeing like a dad versus Matt Watson, but having an actual like nail biter where it's like almost every fight went all the rounds. It's just like, Oh, it's so much more fun. Sean, have you ever cut off your balls? <laughs> <laughs> yes yes I have I have cut off my balls before because I was using a trimmer that had teeth that were way too sharp and way too exposed so I, I the true story I legitimately cut the skin on my balls once the seam yeah like right oh, right where the goods God. meet other goods well uh, let me tell you if you don't want that to happen again I have a solution for you and it is from Manscaped! Manscaped! Manscaped has the new Performance Package 4.0, and it's a goddamn game changer. Oh, it's gonna change your balls forever, because inside that package you'll find our Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. I've got enough bush for the rest of us. I know what it takes to cut it all off. <laughs> crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. I'll tell you, I've used them. I actually really like them. They made my balls feel cradled. And honestly, the performance boxer briefs, uh, no joke, are the most comfortable underwear that I have ever owned. They're they're very soft. And I wanted to nice. see if the same thing would happen again. So I trimmed my balls with their lawnmower and I didn't cut myself. If you want your balls to be as soft as the underwear included in the package, use the lawnmower 4.0. It also had a little light on it so I could see where I was going. Yes, and it's 4,000 Kelvin. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's also waterproof. So if you uh, drop it on the floor, you use it in the shower, don't even worry about it. Oh, it is so convenient that it's waterproof because you can use it in the shower or you can use it outside with your hose <laughs> wherever you need it. <laughs> wherever you it's trim your there balls. for you. So if you want to get that, get 20% off and free shipping with the code BRAINLEAK at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BRAINLEAK. Protect your balls. Protect your balls from the tyranny of 21st century. (laughs) (laughs) Tyranny of the 21st century? Thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring Brain Leak. Thanks, Manscaped. I was going to ask what it was like on your end of things doing the the pre-show and everything like that because I didn't get to see any of that. That was easy. That is just bullshitting for an hour, which I do here anyway. Hell yeah, baby. It was more comprehensive than I thought because when we got there, they had a beat sheet. So it wasn't like Mm -hmm. a script, but it was like, at this time, you have two minutes to talk about this and then you have four minutes to talk about this. And then we're going to go through each of the fights. So you have to look at the preview. You have to look at their stats. Then we look at their training. So we had to like hit beats all the time, but the guy sat us down and like ran through it. We're like, yeah, this is easy. So we would we would just trade off back and forth who did, who talked about what. Did you guys lean into uh, not knowing boxing stuff of just like oh man that right hook really looked good I think I I think we wanted to but there was no time everything was like flying by so quick and we didn't really have that much time to talk about the fights anyway there was a moment where we started talking about your fight and we were like we want to talk about this one a lot because I was like he's our little baby brother we gotta. Take this seriously and talk about him. And then they were like, okay, now move on to the next fight. And Mark was like, no, we're not moving on. We got to talk about this. And I was like, uh, we kind of have to, though. We're here to do a job. It's not about us. It was so great seeing seeing different clips on Twitter. And there's this one in particular that was going around where I won. And you just, like, in the corner, you can see you and Mark just go, like, ballistic. It was so fun. Yeah, so I was, I had my heart in my mouth the entire time. And every time, like all the other fights, I was like, yeah, get him. I was like, ooh, bad hit. And then when you got hit, I was like, the fuck is happening? I was like, oh, what like, are you doing? Like, that's it. And then you want to be like, that's our boy. My boy. That's my son. Uh, it was that so was, fun. It was really fun. And then. Mark and I were like practice fighting like Mark was like oh I want to fight now and I was like doing this and then somebody recorded that and I didn't know anyone was filming us so it was just like <laughs> yeah. in the distance me and Mark like punching the shit out of each other doesn't it make you want to fight though like especially being there in person is just like oh man there's so much energy and like all the energy is so good and like I don't know it was it was wild I do like the idea of boxing because I think because growing up in Ireland, we have a bunch of like Olympic boxers and like really, really high end boxers in our country. And I think watching those growing up, I was like, man, that's cool. And then watching you guys train and everything, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Because I yeah, I know if I trained really hard, I have that same like explosive energy that you would have. I know that I can throw like a mean punch if I have to. But yeah. does that mean I'm good at technique? Who knows? But it would be fun to try. But at the same time. I was thinking, I don't want to get hit in the head over and over again. And I, I've been to a neurologist three times in the last like two years for migraines and headaches. And I have back issues and neck issues and bowel issues and, and tinnitus. issues and crack issues. And no bitches, no honeys. Damn. So I'm like, I don't even think my doctors would clear me to go fight anybody, let alone if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, you have to, you have to get a bunch of 
like blood work done and then eye test. Your eyes are fine though. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, I do get I do get ocular migraines though. So I get like shimmers uh. in my vision and I get like dots of light every now and then. So I think those types of things, if I got punched in the head a couple of times, it would probably make those worse. So I don't want to. I didn't believe it until it happened, but I was talking to uh, some of the other people that fought last year yeah. uh, before my fight because as the day went on, it got like more and more real that it was about to happen. And it was uh, a mix of like getting more nervous for my fight because it was getting closer and closer, but also feeling more comfort because every time someone went out to fight, they would come back alive. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was like, oh man, like everyone's going out there, they're fighting, they're coming back. Like it's okay. Like some people are a little beat up, but like it's fine. But everyone was like, yeah, man, there's so much adrenaline and there's so much energy that you don't feel anything. Yeah. And that was very true. Like I did not feel like getting hit in the head hard. Like you, there's like a little flash almost, mm-hmm. uh, but you don't you don't feel anything. Your head just moves, and then you're just like, oh, I got hit. I'm okay, disassociating. Cool. <laughs> Keep going. I do this all the time anyway. <laughs> time has passed, and I haven't realized it, even if it's just a split second. Yeah, your ADHD kicks in, and it's like, am I getting hit? I don't know. Wow, I got hit in the face. Whoa, let's keep punching. Keep imagine, going. If you, imagine if you got into the ring and you went full ether. It's like, okay, Leon, it's time to smack Time face. to go. Let, and then in between rounds, you're just looking over at and be like, I hit you real good. <laughs> you're going to give it to me, Lee. I hit you pretty good. Huh? I hit you pretty good. Leon, wow. I'm scared. <laughs> Leon, help me, Leon. Oh. <laughs> oh, what a weekend. What a weekend. I just got to I just got to sit around and mooch all weekend. <laughs> uh, but how was it as far as um cuz I'm sure that Ian and Anissa would love to know. Also very quick um I want to give a shout out to Ian and Anissa because they were, and everybody at, at Real Good Touring for like putting on the production side of everything. Like yeah. it looked, I think compared to any of the other like influencer boxing things, as far as the stream and everything like that, like yeah. it looks so good production wise. Yeah, it looks like a legit fight. Yeah, like way above any other one. Um, but Ian and Anissa throughout the entire thing were so helpful. Uh, they were both like little parents, like going to everybody and just making sure that everybody was comfortable and like answering any questions. And like, they were just really, really, really awesome. Yeah. And even on my end, like they were super nice the whole weekend and were making sure everybody was having a good time. That, that is like (laughs) almost to a fault, not almost to a fault. Like they're so worried about everybody else, like having a good time and making sure they're okay, that they don't pay enough attention to themselves to make sure like are you having a good time yeah <laughs> which i think they did but they also like they don't give themselves credit for anything yeah no they, they did a great job so great so so great um so i just wanted to give a little shout out to them and say thank you for having me a part of um the event and just like being so helpful through through everything and like being able to just text them and check in and be like hey like here's footage of me sparring like how do i look or like hey like i'm a little down on weight how can i like increase my weight quicker or like anything like that yeah they were so so great so i'm i'm just very grateful that they're at the helm and were so helpful and shout out justin our best and boy shout out justin 
Our he, best baby boy. He basically organized the whole thing and was so busy all weekend. It's like, how you doing, Justin? He was like, yeah, I'm doing good. Yeah, this is great. It's <laughs> like, it's like you're, you're, you're stressed, aren't you? It's like, no, no. But now it's over. Our boy can rest. Our baby boy in can peace. Rest. He died. Oh, he died in the ring. It was the secret after fight that nobody else saw was <laughs> the, the all of the fight. RGT staff versus the event. Yeah, it turns out the secret code to get that fight to unlock was twist his dick, <laughs> which is all <laughs> anyone in the arena was chanting. No matter who was fighting, no matter who had a dick or who didn't. Did they chant it during my fight? Twist his dick? No, it was, it was just twist his dick for everybody. After they were chanting Ethan, it was twist his dick. Fuck yeah, baby. Fuck yeah. What is that from? I don't know if it's wrestling or UFC or something, but it's like a clip of people watching a fight and there's like drunk guys in the audience. He's like, yeah, twist his dick off. The old <laughs> dick twist. <laughs> and the guy's like filming like selfie cam and he's like, yeah. <laughs> like trying to go yeah, along with do it. That. Yeah, twist his do dick. <laughs> like goading him on. Oh, you know what you should have done when you won? You should have went, who do you think you are? I am. I am. <laughs> Oh, or I just go up on the ropes, just, I did it! I twisted his dick! He has no <laughs> dick! Anyway, that was Creator Clash. Ethan won. We're all very proud. Now, on to the real battles that have been happening since, which is the Twitter verification system. Oh, what a God! War, what a war zone we are in! Humanity's Elon, fighting for its life. Ring. I want to see Elon fight Jeff Bezos in the ring. Oh, dude. CEO Boxing? They Fuck would never. Yeah. They would never. Throw Brent Lilly, Brent Lilly in the ring. Oh, what if they? What if they did like robot wars? But it's like human androids. Oh. Elon versus Mark Zuck. What was that? What was that movie with Hugh Jackman? Was it Real, Real Steel? Steel? Yeah. Yeah. I want someone to pilot Elon like a mech. <laughs> <laughs> Just get in and start punching the shit out of people. I do feel like that's already happening. Like he's already an android and there's just a little <laughs> tiny alien man like, in his skull. It's like Men in Black where you yeah. see they're like the face opens and there's just like a tinier <laughs> Elon inside. That's what's happening. He bought us all Twitter blue and I'm so happy about it. Yeah, he did. and he, Well, he got rid of it because he was like, no, it's elitist for everybody to have a status symbol like that. And then he was like, you have to pay for it instead, which we were all like, no, never. And then he took them away on 420, because of course. Uh -huh. And then he gave them back to people who are over a million followers, which just puts us back in the first bracket again. Yeah. But it made it seem like we all paid for it, which we didn't. So I was like, I don't want this. So I changed my layout to be like, that'll show them. And I got rid of it for a brief period of time. And it'll probably be back. Which we were talking about right before we started recording is like, that is such a weird, dumb thing that like, if you're verified and you change your name, like not like your username, but just like your profile name or you change your profile image, it takes away your verification. Yeah. Like but why it, it does doesn't, that happen? It, it visually takes it away, but you still have the same things. Because before, if you changed your handle, your verification would go away, which makes sense because that's your actual account name. But yeah, yeah now if I change, if you changed yours from Crank to Ethan, it would be like, sorry, we don't know who you are. We don't know him. No idea. Who do you know here? Oh. Who do you also, know? Also, <laughs> everybody has the verified tab now? Yeah, everybody did once they started paying for it. But now it's there for everybody. You just can't see anything in it unless you pay for it. <laughs> so stupid. 
But then, <laughs> but then he implemented the other, the other like badges where he's like, this will help with impersonation, and it's like, dude, you're making this new stuff that is all what the verification. It's icon just what it was, was before, but now it has extra steps. It's so Plus, stupid. I'm always of the mindset that if something has been free for what, like ten years, then you don't pay for it ten years later. Imagine if Netflix was free for this long and then suddenly they're like, eh, we're gonna start charging people $8 for it. It's one thing to start charging more, but at least just let people keep their verifieds and then add editing to that or so. I don't know. I don't fucking run Twitter and that's a good thing because I don't know what I'm doing and neither does he. Neither does he. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because it's only Twitter. This is true. I kind of want to see it just explode. And the whole website dies. Yeah, I've been I've been very close to like deleting my account or privating it or just leaving altogether. Because I'm like, I don't care enough about any of this. But it's nice to keep up with friends through. That's all I want. And I, th I think that they won't do it because they know that their user base will plummet. Is I want a, a Twitter DMs app. Like Facebook has Facebook Messenger. Yeah, they won't do that. There's no money in that. No, they won't. Either way, the battlefield of the 21st century is Twitter.com. Mm -hmm. And we'll see who comes out on top. The bodies are laying down, forming the trenches of warfare for future generations to behold. Yes, and at the top of the uh, uh, pile of bodies, we've placed Joe <laughs> Rogan. <laughs> Another little dense ball. <laughs> and then he's just up on top like an android. He's like, Alex, pull that up. Pull that up, Pull Alex. Up. Have you ever seen a gorilla fight a chimp? <laughs> I saw a really funny video pop up this morning on TikTok, which is Joe Rogan just going, did you see the video of the grizzly bear that I posted on my Instagram this morning? <laughs> and the guy's like, no. And he just goes, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Look how big this motherfucker is. And it's just a video of a grizzly bear. But it's so fucking funny <laughs> seeing oh. how excited he gets about the grizzly bear. It's so good. Yeah, oh. that's... I want to I, I wanna ask Joe Rogan who'd fight, or who'd win a fight, a grizzly bear or silverback gorilla? And just have his brain be like, Wah! that's like his, what's it, the Manchurian candidate? <laughs> like uh -huh. your phrase, your winter soldier phrase. Yep. It's just like, Alex, pull that up. And he's like. <laughs> he's probably discussed that, right? Oh, absolutely. Probably. Also, I think the answer is the bear. Yes. For the, for the record. I've always said the bear, but people are like, Aaron's always like, we don't know how strong a gorilla is. I'm like, that, who cares? We don't he know how much they can bench. Before. And I'm like, he's not benching anything. I can bench more than I can punch. We went to the San Diego Zoo because I helped him film a power hour. And he kept bringing that up. And I love Aaron to pieces, but it was one of those things where he was like, we can't measure how strong a gorilla is or like we've never done it or something like that. And I was like, ha have we been measuring the strength of other animals? Because how we do been, we do did that? Did we do the bear already? <laughs> yeah, because it's like, how do we know if the bear was benching to his full potential? I always say that it's, oh my God, we actually just turned into Joe Rogan right now. <laughs> <laughs> I always well we are at the top of Spotify right now, so we this have is to true. we have to fill that gap. Listen, guys, if you want to get big and strong, only eat elk meat and do DMT. <laughs> <laughs> and eat raw liver. Mm-hmm.
But I've always said the grizzly bear will win because nobody actually knows anything about bears whenever they say the gorilla because... And then a zoo... What's, what's that zoo account on Twitter? Like, tiered zoo or something? They backed me up and I was like, thank you. You know, you know what's up. I'll take my confirmation bias anywhere I can get it. Hey, Ethan. You have trouble speaking most of the time. I have trouble speaking all of the time. I don't even know if you know English sometimes. <laughs> Let me tell you, I don't really. Exhibit A. So I have a service for you. Brain Leak is also brought to you by... Babble! Babble, innit? That's because when you're talking, you're babbling! You're babbling about and you're going, Hello, we're off and I'd like to learn another language, like Spanish, or German, or Korean, or English! Isn't it all right, <laughs> Now, thanks to Babble, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with your family. Have you ever tried to learn a second language? I have tried with multiple different applications and online softwares, but nothing has really gotten my brain to connect with the language, Sean. Well, that's okay. Because Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. I'm speaking oh. English right now. That is crazy. <laughs> Babbel's expertly crafted lessons are built around real life. You learn how to have practical conversations about travel, relationships, business, and more. You're not just gonna learn, oh, where's the bathroom? Oh, this is a library? Can I have Apple? You're gonna learn how to speak like a real person that knows the language. And their <laughs> methods have been proven to be scientifically valid, effective, and accurate. In English, scientists know how things work. <laughs> I thought so you were going to say, true. in English, science is English. <laughs> or in English, science is science. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many ways to learn with Babbel, Sean. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. You're not just flipping through flashcards. It is engaging, it is fun, and it's different than any other language learning platform. That means I'm going to study in Korean. And I'm going to, too. With Babbel! Was that English? Uh-huh. Or it could have been any other language, but because you're learning with Babbel, it kind of almost seems like English because it's just coming so naturally to you because of the lessons that you've learned with Babbel. But how do I get it? Oh, you can go to babble.com slash brain. Brain. That's that babble.com slash brain. Up to 55% off your subscription and a 20-day money-back guarantee. You don't even have to learn a second language to know that that's a good deal because math is the universal language. 55%, that's over half off. And if you want to learn what we're talking about in this podcast because we can't string a sentence together, get Babbel. Language for life. Creator Clash 3, we're going to have a gorilla and the grizzly bear. Yeah! So here's, or here's two the thing. human equivalents. Like, gorillas are really strong, blah, 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 whatever. Wait, but, I was going to say, we, we did have that fight. It was Harley versus John. John's the gorilla and Harley's true. the big grizzly bear. Oh, God. <laughs> You're right! And the, the gorilla won! Fuck! Shit. 
Dude, that was wild, seeing him fall out of the ring. <laughs> you could feel it. We were like... 20 yards away and you could actually feel the floor shake was like all of that man hitting the ground. I was so sad because I didn't get to see it when it happened because I was getting like my wraps uh, cut out and Subway. shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Eat fresh. laughs> God, they have Subway in the back. Subway, if you're eating Subway every day, uh, if you're eating Subway every that'll, day. That'll happen to you. You'll vomit that'll happen, your own but ass I just want mouth. you to check in with yourself mentally because <laughs> I've had a lot of friends that have had really rough times in their life, and every time they have a they have a Subway, uh, they have a, a, a Subway, yeah, whatever you, it's You've called. hit bedrock if uh-huh. Subway is your go-to. <laughs> it was very funny. Right before the fight, uh, Jocelyn, who, if you guys don't know, is my assistant. Um, and so she was with me the whole time and she was like, what do you need for after the fight? And I was like, oh, I mean, like there's water back here. Um, and they have like food and stuff, which I didn't know that once they wrap you up. So they have, we're going off on a little bit of a tangent. We'll get back to the gorilla and the bear. Don't worry, audience, (laughs) because that's really what you're worried about. So, uh, they, everything is commissioned through the boxing commission of Florida or whatever they're called. I can't remember. So it's all very official. And so they have somebody back there from the commission that wraps everybody's hands up. And then they have a person that watches that person wrap. So you don't hide Beyblades in your hands as you're fighting. Exactly. But once your hands are wrapped, you are not allowed to leave the locker room. You're not allowed to uh, pee or go to the bathroom without being like, supervise like someone from the commission has to go into the bathroom with you uh but you're not allowed to eat anything or drink anything other than water um which i didn't know and so i was like yeah i'll eat a little bit like right before i go and fight like i'll eat like a banana or something and like a little bit of chocolate just to get a little bit of energy and then they were like yeah you can't eat or drink anything and i was like oh fuck god damn it (laughs) shit that, that was a great story. I'm so glad we all sat down to listen to that. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Anyways, but the gorilla. So the gorilla and... would get killed <laughs> so easily. Because the weight alone and the size. Yeah. The grizzly bear is like seven feet tall or some shit. Jamie, pull it up. What is it? <laughs> Hold on. I have to find out. Jamie, how pull up the clip of us making fun of Joe Rogan. Grizzly Which is every episode. Is that the bit we're going with? Is that going to be our thing every week? Is that like everybody's standard bit in podcasting is to just make fun of Joe Rogan? Because it's it's fair because he says a lot of dumb shit, but... Grizzly bears are typically three to five feet tall when they're standing on all fours. I was going to say, what kind of... Like babies? (laughs) But grizzly bears standing on their hind legs can reach almost nine feet tall. That's 2.7 meters. Holy God. Fucking gigantic. And then on top of that, grizzlies wear uh, way up from 700 to 900 pounds for males. Jesus Christ. Which is so much. Isn't a thousand pounds a ton? I, yes. I should, I, the metric system, I don't know. But that's close uh, to a ton, if not already a ton. Between 315 kilos, or 317 and 400 kilos. That's a lot. Unreal. How much? That's like having your mom on top of you. This is not even a contest in my mind. It's just the, the mass. 
Male gorillas weigh upwards of 350 pounds. Jeez, that's way less. That's like half the minimum of the bear. <laughs> I know. And also, so the gorilla has... We're <laughs> getting so, so into stupid. this now. <laughs> the, the gorilla has its muscles and it's got stamina, right? And it can throw itself around, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But the bear not only has the weight and the strength... But it's got these big meaty claws. <laughs> meaty claws. And it's just it big, does. It's like getting hit with a table tennis paddle with claws on it. It's like, yeah, it's got massive. this big ass thing. It's like it's like the big uh, fucking cutting boards that they use to take pizza out of the oven. It's like a hit with <laughs> God. Bears have like extra thick hide. They also yeah. are like, have you ever seen them like chase down moose? Yeah, it's crazy. When have we ever seen? There's a reason that we in ca- we put gorillas in captivity, but we don't put grizzly bears in captivity. Grizzly bears are in captivity, I think. No, those are illusions. Those are <laughs> optical <laughs> illusions. It's all smoke and mirrors. Baby. Those are tiny bears. Those are beta bears. Those are the ones that are lazy. And everyone's always like, "But gorillas have like human-like intelligence." It's like, yeah, we're fucking idiots. We think too much. Also. Yeah, they're smart, but, like, they're smart in the way that they, they can, like, maybe do sign language or whatever. They're not going to, like, <laughs> yeah, not break gonna pull out down <laughs> their fight and be like, oh, man, I really need to, like, dodge it's like Yeah, so he has, he has the grizzly. weight and height advantage, so I need to be quicker. And if I put this rock together with this branch, I can make, like, a, a AK-47 out of it. It's like it's like Batman versus Superman. It's like Gorilla would win with prep time. <laughs> also, <laughs> also in that scenario where a gorilla and a grizzly bear are fighting, I don't think intelligence makes a difference because at that no. point it's all survival instinct. Yeah. So it doesn't. Have you ever seen matter. those videos of like grizzly bears fighting and you just like pause the other guy's bottom jaw off? Did you guys ever see The Revenant? Come on. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio is basically a gorilla. And people are like, he couldn't even kill him. He won an Oscar for it. <laughs> Damn. Who yeah, would win? that's true. Paddington versus... <laughs> oh. Who would Paddington go up against? Uh, Tarzan's dad, whatever his name is. <laughs> I can't remember. Tardad. Kerchak. Herchak? Kerchak. That's made up. Kerchak. Kerchak. I mean, yeah, the whole movie's made up. It's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's made up. Language is made the whole, up. The whole thing. Well, so now, uh, also, again, for context, this is the second episode because we wanted to... Nobody can see you do air quotes if they're listening on Spotify. Oh, I did air quotes. Just, uh, just No, you have to say it in the... This is the second episode. This is the second episode. Yeah, there you go. But it's the sixth. So after this, the... Third. actual second episode yeah. that we recorded. But this is all a segue to be like, this is the first time that we're answering questions from the actual email. Before that, we were just doing tweets, and we all know how shitty Twitty is. Yeah, thanks, Elon. Thanks. Bitch. <laughs> thanks, so now, pussy boy. <laughs> it's time for our wonderful, horrific, great advice segment. Cue the... Theme song. Do we have that? Ethan and Sean do bad advice. It's bad advice with Ethan and Sean. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it. Making musicality out of that. So you guys have to give us good stuff. Questions at brainleakpod.com. I can't remember if we said the right address last time, if we just said brainleak.com. We're idiots. Our brains are leaking. It's questions 
at brainleakpod, P-O-D, dot com. All our little leakies can go there. That's what you guys are called, our leakies. <laughs> our little leaky leakers. You know how you have the, uh, the L.A. Lakers? <laughs> Where are the Lakers <laughs> the from? LA, the L.A. Lakers. Where are the Lakers from? Yeah, L.A. Okay, yeah, it's the L.A. Lakers. I was like, Lakers, Dodgers, both? Can't remember. Yes. Both Look, I don't. Sports, what yes. is this? Go my favorite sports podcast? No, this is fucking dumb idiot podcast where brains collide. <laughs> but we're number one, and that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Not even in comedy podcasts, but in all podcasts. Oh, baby. Oh. Oh. Put that in! Put that in! That's my talent! Hey. <laughs> okay, you go. What's the first bad advice we have? Alright. I've been eating... Okay, hold on, wait. I've been eating ass my entire life. How do I spice it up? <laughs> Just put some tahini on there or something. Put some sriracha. Ooh. Uh, this is this is from Anthony Moore. Thank you, Anthony, for sending in your question to questions. That's a leaker at brainleakpod.com. Leakers. That's a leaker, dude. L.A. leakers. <laughs> I've been eating paper since I was in kindergarten. I eat all kinds: sheets of paper, paper towels, tissues, toilet paper. Don't worry. I make sure I'm eating the part without anything on it. But mistakes <laughs> have happened a few times, and basically every other type of paper. Is it healthy to do this? Should I stop? (laughs) Thank you so much, Anthony, for your fantastic question. I think that that is perfectly (laughs) healthy. How else are you going to get fiber in your diet? I bet you stay regs. I bet Anthony's just shitting on the regs. God, I can't I can't imagine how regular he must be. I don't know any of that, but he's on the toilet shitting and a pissing and then just taking toilet paper, eating it. Is he eating it or is that like his only dietary supplement? <laughs> it doesn't say. Should we both try a piece of paper? I, I have paper here. Here's for the listeners have, at home. I have paper. I have a little piece of paper. That's a, that's a lot paper. of piece of paper yeah, that you yeah, have. Yeah, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut it up. Okay. So I've got this piece of paper. I don't know what kind of paper this is, Anthony. Um, uh, I'm it, sure that you're a connoisseur at this e- point. Ethan's is dotted. What do you call that? It's like gridded. Like bullet journal. Yeah. Yeah, it's like has dots, points on it. Mine's just lined. So we'll see. Uh, I'm going to do lines right now. Let's. Uh, nice, nice. Marshall, uh, Marshall Toff. Mm. Mine is kind of rough. Yeah. It's not an enjoyable experience. No, it really degrades in quality really quick. It's like eating shitty gum. Yeah. It's like chewing gum that doesn't have any rubber in it. And has no flavor. It's like, it's like gum, where after you've been chewing it for a really long time, it starts to get really gross. Yeah. Should we swallow it or? Uh, sure. <laughs> did you swallow it? Yeah, I already did. Okay, hold on. Yeah, you got a bigger piece. You got to work that. Yeah, make sure. Get your saliva going. Use those. Use that amylase. This is like this is like hot <laughs> ones. <laughs> All gone. Damn. Oh, dude, he did the bomb. <laughs> Damn. He did the you know, dab on that one. I didn't get anything from that. Is this is this a thing where, like, every time you look at a piece of paper, you have to have it? Is this, like, is it a sexual thing, Anthony? Do you put it in your Ooh. mouth because you just want to show that paper who's boss? I would like to inquire 
Anthony, about, you said, don't worry, I make sure I'm eating the part without anything on it. But mistakes have happened a few times. Are we talking about, like, shit on your paper? Or are we talking about, like, oh, I, I ate my shopping list. I took notes for class and I ate them. Sorry, I didn't do my homework. I ate it. it I don't have a dog. <laughs> I ate it. <laughs> I ate it. It has to be poop. Anthony. It has to I, be poop. What I would say is fuck this paper nonsense. Go to the source. Time to become full beaver and go straight out to a redwood forest and just start chomping on some bark. Because at least with that... You get more, so much more flavor and texture because the the page is really yeah. It leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah, a it's lot not it's not desired. on the page right now. You just need to get some sap. It's kind of like if you were to eat a salad without any dressing or any anything else in it. You're just eating raw lettuce. It's like ah, uh, you know it's I can. Fine. There is it, a flavor. It's, it's it's very bland. Yeah, it's it's giving bland, Anthony. It is giving bland. But if you go out to the tree, you get so much texture, you get so much crunch, you know? And then try shitting that out. A delight to the senses. You could you could be a carpenter. You shit Ooh. out a chair. Oh, with a like little Jesus. doll in your intestines. Jesus did that. He was a carpenter. He turned water into wine and he shat out fucking chairs. <laughs> he automates. made the crucifix himself. He shat it out of his ass. Hold on, his dad wasn't a carpenter. Wasn't Joseph the carpenter? I guess a carpenter of the world, if you're thinking <laughs> about like that. He was a person engineer. Jesus was the carpenter, wasn't he? I don't know. How else did he make all the Bible? You know? Oh, you should eat the Bible. <laughs> Oh, shit! It's like holy water, but it's holy paper, and you eat it. The book of Matthew echoes this scene, but instead attributes the profession to Joseph, Jesus' adoptive father, with onlookers asking, isn't this the carpenter's son? Don't try and quote religion to the Irishman. I was there when it was written. <laughs> yeah, I went to church like two times, and then this is a true story. My dad sat me down, and he was like, hey, Ethan, uh, do you want to be going to church anymore? Like, do you like it? And I went... No, it's kind of boring. And he goes, yeah, I think it's boring too. We don't have to go anymore. <laughs> he was like, fuck, yes, it he is was, boring. He was like, my son's going to be a top G. It's like, hey, Ethan, <laughs> you, uh, you like church? You like God? You like God, son? And you, and you were like, no, Dad, I don't even know where he came from. I would go to Sunday school and I would get very bored and I would sit there and I would count the bricks on the walls. That shows you how involved yeah. mass actually is. Because yeah. I never listened to a damn thing. And then the priest would be like, here comes the sermon. And I'm like, I have Pokemon to be playing. Shut the fuck up. I can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast, but. Organized religion. <laughs> Do they have to have a liquor license? That's a good point. Are they just fucking moonshining in the back of the church? Yeah. Fucking bootleggers. Or is it just like having wine at your house because it's the house of God? I imagine seeing a bunch of like missionaries just like stirring the vat and it's like, ah, it's fine. God told me to do it. <laughs> the, the, the priest is in there with his toes stomping on the grapes. Yeah, and he's like, he's in the vat and he's just like, that's why it's called the Vatican. Oh, oh it's God. just a big vat of wine. It's just the oh. grape central. Grape central. That's where all the wine comes oh, from. Oh, that's why it's called the Pope because that's the sound the grapes make when you step on them. Poop, 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 poop. 
I love it's it's kind of old news now, but I love the AI generated image of the Pope with like the big puffy jacket, <laughs> the big on. Michelin Man jacket. <laughs> it's so funny, Pope with drip. Anyway, we're getting off track. Anyway, go eat trees. Instead of yeah, touch I, grass, eat trees. I think I think Anthony, you need to level up because after doing a taste test, the paper was was bland and left a lot to be desired. I think that eating trees, something with a bit more uh, texture, I think would really do you well. Yeah. So, and this is coming from someone whose favorite flavor of ice cream is vanilla. Get out there and try something new, Anthony. Actually, maybe it's mint chocolate chip. Be bold. I love mint chocolate chip. I know, right? It's very good. This one comes in from Laura Dyer, and it says, how can- Laura Dern? Yeah. Natalia Dyer? That's <gasps> Nancy from Stranger Things. They had a baby and called it Laura Dyer. They ask, how can my friend get some bitches? Mm. I feel like we're very qualified to talk about bitches. And like you said, yeah. number one podcast in the world. We know exactly how to get them bitches. We're dripping, <laughs> dripping in hoes. Yeah, <laughs> you don't see him, but then you you tell him, Ethan. You tell him how we did it. How to get bitches? Some sort of parade. <laughs> <laughs> some, <laughs> some sort of uh, peacock display. Oh man, that would be so good. That's what a real top G would do on a first date. All right, so you have to get past the the first, you know, the formalities. Um, yeah, you have to get past the nervousness of asking somebody on a date. But you ask them on a date, maybe you take them out to a nice public park kind of area or an outdoor shopping center. Yes, with witnesses all around. And then, out of the corner of your eye, what do you see? Oh, no, an old woman has fallen down. Oh, no. She's fallen down, and, and her, her, her hands are clutching her heart. It could be her pacemaker. Oh, my pacemaker. It's It burns. <laughs> it burns. Oh, it burns. It's getting hacked. <laughs> you start doing chest compressions, but it's not working. You have to start giving the old woman air. You lean down to give her the kiss of life. And then, first of all, the, the, the bitches that you brought, they're like, oh, he slipped a little tongue in there. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> but then, but then, the old woman starts to move. Boosh. Boosh, boosh, boosh. <laughs> Another person comes into frame, starts doing the same thing. It breaks out into an entire flash mob that you've helped choreograph. Oh. You're up in there. You are dancing around. There's music I, over blaring. Over the speakers, you just hear, Jason Derulo. Exactly. And then a whole like high school uh, marching like band comes bands, in. Like line bands, drums, snares. Oh, man. And then you hear as you bust into the eponymous Shrek 2 soundtrack, I Need a Hero. Oh my God. As you grab your pants, what was that? They were tearaway pants. Underneath you're dressed like Magic Mike. The crowd goes equally quiet and loud at the same time. <laughs> they cancel each other out. There's no noise. It's like that scene from The Last Jedi where the ship explodes. It's fucking nuts. They don't know what's happening anymore. The bitch is around. They're in hyperspace. They don't know what's going on. Suddenly, your pecs start dancing. One, two, three, four, five. One, uh, two, cha, cha, cha. my shoe. <laughs> One, two, you suck my battleship. <laughs> and Does that answer your question? That, friends, is how you make a baby. 
Yeah. What was the question? That is that is all that is how you get bitches, but that's also how you get that dog in you. Yeah. No one could ever say like in that relationship, you know, if you have troubles later on, they could never be like, "Oh, he just didn't try hard enough." I choreographed an entire dance with a flash mob on our first date, and I saved an old woman, but it was choreographed, but she was actually having issues with her pacemaker. Yeah, but little do you know that she was a paid actress, and the part about her falling over and almost dying was not part of it. Now you have to pay her insurance at the hospital. Wherever she goes, St. Mary's, Greg's, you don't know where she's going to go to the hospital. That could cost you equally nothing or everything. But it's okay because I have so much Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> I have doges coming out of my ears. It's and when your kids fine, ask you... Babe, my crypto wallet is crazy. <laughs> when your kids ask you, Papa, how did you meet Mama? In the background you hear... Jason Derulo. That was one, that song, but two also sounded like the theme to How I Met Your Mother. The very start of it. And that, kids, is how I banged your mom. Damn. And nine months later, you, the disappointment, showed up. I hope that answers. If you don't have the money to do that, I don't know, just stand outside their house with a boombox. Yeah. They still have boomboxes. Start outside their house with an iPod Touch. <laughs> oh, man. What that song you want shuffled? <laughs> Stand outside their house with an iPod Touch, but you have a you have a mug so you can put it in there and make it louder. <laughs> you have one of those speakers that's a Bluetooth, and when you attach it to something, it gets louder. So you just, like, <laughs> throw it at the window and stick it. <laughs> you have the top of the morning mega mug or whatever it's called. Oh, it called? that's not for sale anymore. We sold out of them. Oh, that is so sad. Top of the morning, baby. How big was it? Very. Yeah, I have I, one here. I'll show you. Show me. Audio listeners, I will paint a vivid description for you of how big the mug actually is. It's the size of Sean's balls. He's whipping his cock out. <laughs> it's unreal how can, big it is. You can fit your whole fist in it. He's fisting the mug. Here's a Jacksepticeye for scale. Whoa. It's as big as the Jacksepticeye for scale. You could fit a That's whole moist critical in here. You could fit a whole cup of coffee in there. That's the size of the mug. Incroyable. <laughs> um, uh, should we do one more question? We can do two more. This comes from Kiva Jean Dalton or Kiva Jean Dalton. I'm not sure. And I don't really trust people with three names. It's just mm. FYI. Disclaimer. <laughs> Why just am I talking? that out there. Why am I talking like Trump? Disclaimer. Puerto Rico. I don't know. I don't like people with three names. <laughs> this comes in from, from Kiva. Should I spice up my panic attacks with tiny harmonicas? Ooh, yeah. You don't even have to ask. I feel like that's the first bionicle implant we should all get is a harmonica in our Bionicle face. implant. <laughs> Dude, I miss bionicles. Did you ever have bionicles? No, I couldn't afford them. Oh, bionicles. Would... How does it feel to be in a Go. partnership with another guy who is poor? <laughs> Oh, man, Bionicles. We should do, the next time you're here or the next time I'm over there, we should do uh, a That's Bionicles a whole podcast video. video. Is a fucking mm -hmm. Bionicle sleepover. <laughs> Bionicle sleepover. Yeah. That's what we'll call it. We'll invite all our friends. Oh, the Bionicles to come. We should make Bionicles and then put on a talent show for them. Mm. I'll do my... What is what is that called? 
throat singing. It's like throat singing. Tuvan throat singing or Mongolian throat singing. Tuvan? Where's Tuvan? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? It's in the throat, yes, baby. That's, that's why I asked. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> anyway. Um, God, our ADHD t- is fucking wild today. Tiny harmonicas. I think that people, from what I've seen on the internet, uh, I think that they think that it's, uh, what, is it, what is it called when you have a thing that's the same as somebody else? Uh, irony. <laughs> Likewise. Simultaneous. <laughs> Likewise. What are you trying to say? I'm saying that people find comfort in the fact that relatable. we are also... B- relatable. Yes, thank you. Um, that we have so much ADHD, I think people are like, oh, it's kind of comforting because their brain works as fast as my brain does. I At can finally keep slow. up with a, with a podcast because Joe Rogan's such a snooze fest. He talks too slow when he's talking about DMT and elk meat. Joe yeah. Rogan is going to come after us for defamation. Joe Rogan, please don't. <laughs> We're in the top comedy podcast as well. We're in that category please. too. That means it's a joke. Joke it's a Rogan. Joke. <laughs> Why don't you take a joke, Rogan? Do you think he gets a lot of like, hey, Joe? And he's like, yeah, Joe Mama. (laughs) (laughs) Joke Rogan experiment. (laughs) Tiny harmonicas. Have you ever seen those videos of people like smacking themselves in the shins? And it's like, like seagulls. You should do that with your panic attacks because that would A, snap you straight into something else. You won't be able to think about panic when you're thinking about how out of tune you are. Also, how a harmonica, I feel like, is one of those things where if you're playing it, you can't not be happy. Yeah, that's like a happy instrument. So here's how you benefit off of your depression and anxiety. All right? It's going to take a little bit of an investment up front because you'll have to purchase some audio gear. Yeah. But... What you do is if you're having a panic attack, you get the harmonica, you start the recording, you can record a hit platinum record of your panic attack. And you could call it Panic at the Disco. <gasps> oh, 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 Brandon Urey's oh, going to sue someone. <laughs> oh, my God. But you'll have so much money from your hit record that you can counter sue for something. Yeah. Pa- oh, the Panic at the Club. Oh my god, this is brilliant. Yeah, every time you have a panic attack, which sounds like you're having quite a few of them if you're trying to spice them up with something else, just record that shit. Platinum album. I have a gold record on my wall. I'll give it to you. God. <laughs> I'll just scratch out Jacksepticeye and write in panic haver. <laughs> yes. Oh, I mean, do we even need to say more? I think you that record that... the record. You get it, you know, you can get it mixed and mastered if you want, or you can release it as sort of an acoustic record. Yeah. Short answer, um, yes. Long answer, profit. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. You're welcome, that's, Kiva. That's, that's great advice. Don't forget about us when you're uh, selling out arenas, all right? On your yeah. big worldwide panic tour. Yeah. <laughs> the panic tour. Oh, <laughs> man. All you have to do is get up and you'll have stage fright anyway. Oh, my God. It writes itself. My God, that's a superhero in the making. What if it's like the Hulk, but the more panicked you get, the stronger you get? Oh, it's perfect. The better the music gets, the more in tune it gets. Somebody out there has to have made like one of those shitty motivational posters that says, depression is my superpower. Oh, yeah. That's definitely a thing someone's done. I'm going to do it right now. (laughs) 
Last one today comes in from Lindsay. Uh, they ask, how do I make my friend who's fully colorblind see color? Oh. Now, we, we could go the obvious answer with like a, oh, get those glasses that help you see color, and then you can make a crying video out of it, like Logan Paul or George Not Found. So, the colorblind thing on a base level. What is the color is... of blind? Oh, sorry. You that go. is you go. not everything needs to be so a joke. insightful. Sorry. You just go. You just <laughs> keep talking. <laughs> so the colorblind thing, right? Is oh man, that thing is red, but I'm seeing it as green or whatever, mm-hmm. right? That's obviously how it works. So uh-huh. what you do, you rent out again. This is going to take a little bit of cash up front, so maybe make a lemonade stand or or get a small loan. Yeah, get a small loan your house. of a million dollars. Um. You get a warehouse, okay, and you get you commission some artists or whatever to go in and paint their oh, – you make a recreation of their house, okay? It's oh, like the rehearsal. You yeah. get a, a whole thing of their house, and then you paint everything the opposite color. It's like oh. a negative space, right? Yeah. So then they'll finally be able – and you can do it with, like, their pets as well. You know, uh, you can you can paint their dog, so you paint everything the opposite color so then they can finally see everything for the first time. Yeah. Just invert the colors. Mm-hmm. Or invert their eyes. Oh. oh. Even better solution. I want to pivot in a radically opposite direction, which is that mm-hmm. you don't make your friend see color. You blind everyone else. You make everybody else not be able to see color. I don't know what that is. Blow chlorine in their eyes swab them mace steel wool in the <laughs> steel wool in the corneas i don't know what it's, it takes it's like what's his face from the incredibles if everyone is super then no one will be so yeah. if everyone is colorblind no one is colorblind that's exactly it and then oh you need a cool superhero name like that though what's his name in the incredibles syndrome syndrome no is it That's it, syndrome? yeah, his name's Syndrome. Um, so you need an equally cool name got to do with color. Like, oh, Technicolor. Oh, is actually pretty dope. Yeah, or maybe just a singular color, like... Pantone. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. You should be called, like, Crimson or Violet. Ooh. The Crimson... The Crimson Cuck. The Crimson... <laughs> What's a word? What's a word? (laughs) What's in a word? (laughs) What's a word that describes every color? That's not just rainbow. Spectrum. (gasps) Your your superhero name is Spectrum. Oh, you should be called Spectrum, (laughs) and then you get you get sued by the telecommunications company. (laughs) Oh, but they fucking suck. I hate them so much. I unfortunately use their internet because they kind of have a monopoly over my area because they're the only place that provides high speed <laughs> internet. Just say it like <laughs> my area. You sound like the guy in South Park that can't say planetarium. Planetarium. It's awful. I hate them so much. My internet goes down all the time. They're inconsistent speeds and they just fuck everyone for their money. Yeah. It kept going down when we were recording one of the podcasts. I know. I think it might have been, like, the first episode. No, because that would have taken the steam out of our sails, and that one was a banger. Well, Spectrum, go out there, blind everybody, but just color blind everybody. 
don't yeah. blind everybody. Because then you're going to have to blind yourself afterwards to balance out of the universe. You know, we're talking about a whole yeah. Thanos situation here. This is true. Uh, but good luck with that. Yeah. It starts Wait. with one. Well? Another Kraken episode in the bag. Another Kraken episode. I'm so excited that the podcast is actually out now. Yeah. If you guys have any suggestions or stuff that we forgot that we could talk about or topics that we've kind of like alluded to in the past that now we actually have a forum to do it in, uh, yes. let us know. If there's any stories you want to hear more about in the past, because again, we have monkey brains and we can't can't think further back than last week. And we forgot most of Creator Clash already. This is very true. We don't have everything set up yet, so maybe we'll do that today so it's up by the time that this episode comes out. Mm. Um, but we don't have a subreddit yet, so we should make a subreddit. Oh, Our somebody Instagram made, is Somebody up. made a subreddit for us already. Oh, really? Yeah. Hell yeah. It's just Brain Leak Podcast, I think. And then uh, Instagram is Brain Leak Pod, I think. And then yeah. Twitter will probably be the, the same thing. Um, if we even decide to, because who knows what will happen there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We'll pay $1,000 a month for the gold check mark. Yeah. Oh, and then we can get our blues back because we'll be affiliated with it. And then we get like a little oh, badge next to our name, like a little brain. Man. A little brain. That or I'll do it with coffee and I'll get a little sunny next to me. Mm, which one do I want? The brain it's, is kind it's of... The, it's the long con. Damn. The long Damn, week. damn. Um, but again, thank you guys so much for such an amazing launch the next uh few episodes again we recorded a bunch before uh before the podcast launched but yeah. every wednesday uh i'm not sure what time the episodes i think it comes drop. out at like midnight pst because it came out like i woke up and it was out already and i was like whoa why is it out so early but i think it's just as okay. a certain time zone's clock passes midnight then mm. it's out i think our next episode we talk about like school stories and we go yeah. back into the past and talk about our childhoods and our school experiences. So look forward Very. to that next week. But also yeah. keep following, keep subscribing. We also have it on Spotify, Apple, all your podcast places. We also have it up on YouTube with video. We're trying to get video for the other episodes done soon. But very excited. I'm super pumped that the podcast is finally out. Um, yeah. Thank you guys again for all your support. So give us all your fan art, all your suggestions, all your thoughts. Stay leaky, my leakers. Hell yeah, baby. We, we need to have like a sign where it's like this and it's like dribbles, like leaking. <laughs> Stay leaky. Or, or maybe it's like a, it's just because it's so wet. Oh, like leaking everywhere. <laughs> that's our, yeah, that's our catchphrase. Our catchphrase is. <laughs> we should just do a, a video episode. I feel like we already made a joke about this, but where we, where the whole video is us just, ha we have to fix a sink. Yeah. And that's it. Everything's on the table. We can do anything we want. We're two boisterous, virile, horny young men. What does virile mean? That's for next week's episode. <laughs> something got to do with like virility, like your like your fertility or something like that. How <laughs> how much cock you have? It's so much. Yeah. Obviously. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you. Very yeah. excited to go on this adventure together. See you guys next week. And as we always say, stay leaky. That can't be our thing. It's like cow udders. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds, wherever you get your podcasts.
Whether you're in a relationship, single, or recently heartbroken, you could be navigating some tough stuff. And it really can be challenging to do this on your own. We all need help when it comes to our relationships, very specifically, our love lives. I'm Jillian, and each week on my podcast, Jillian on Love, I share skills on how to strengthen our relationships, how to build a stronger sense of self, and how to heal heartbreak and choose better partners. Learn how to start making change today and search for Jillian on Love wherever you're listening now.